This is Blair, your cancer care bear. No hair, don't care. All faith, no fear. And you are now in the Blair Podcast. Welcome to the vibe. I don't know why there's a stigma on women with daddy issues. I put a poll up the other day on my social media as far as what was going to be my next topic of discussion. As many people that viewed it on Instagram, perhaps Twitter, Facebook. I only got one vote. One vote. And that was on Facebook. And I appreciate that one vote. Though it wasn't, you know, though it wasn't my next topic of discussion, I want to address it. First, let's define what daddy issues even mean. Okay. So, technically, I'll go online, do my research, Google it, whatever. It is an informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absence of abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desire for men Who act as father figures. And the reason why. I said why is it the stigma. On women. Who have daddy issues. Is because. We have to act like. We can't act like. Women are the only ones with daddy issues. Now, granted, when I talk about daddy issues, I just don't mean that absentee or abnormal relationship with one's father, but also 
being a, a dad in itself, me, I have daddy issues. My dad was in the military. He was in my life all the time. He wasn't always around, but he was always there. When you know those of you who is a military brat or has been in the military or who are relatively a child of a parent who travels a lot may be able to relate. I love my father. I respect my father. I thought about calling him, but I'll save that for another time, another episode, because I want to express and open up to you all listening. For those of you who may not understand what I'm what I'm going to insert, what I'm going to say, right? So. My dad, my father, he is the second oldest to my grandparents, and he is the only boy out of the six kids that my grandparents have. Now, and ironically enough, I have only one girl cousin that my aunts had, but the stick on point, my granddad, I forgot exactly what he did, but old fashioned, you know, born in the early, earlier generations of the 1900s, I believe like 19. 30, 40, or whatnot, but he was born in Virginia. And he was the oldest of the children that my great grandmother had, Big Mama. But anyway, my, my granddad was a working man, old fashioned, like, you know, go to work, come home, wife cooks clean, whatnot. My grandmother, beautiful, God fearing woman, great woman of God, great woman, great mother, great grandmother, and I was able to experience that, you know, just the fact that I remember when my granddad used to leave, you know, he would, you know, and like I said again, this was, you know, I was born in 87, I was born in, you know, growing up in the the 90s and coming back and forth from Virginia to DC is it was it was a lot where I I, re- I didn't realize it until just a couple weeks ago I'm like I know we are influenced by what's around us just like what I mentioned on every other episode is about, you know, as far as how music impact us, you know, our surroundings influence us as well. My father being the only male aside from my granddad, but my granddad being a working father and like I said, he was old fashioned, old style, you know, like I said, respect, manners, 
honor, work hard, take care of your family. Now, like I said, my my granddad was a man's man, just like my my dad is a man's man. But to be my thing is to be around women and like pretty much your whole childhood and mind you, I don't know exactly how often my granddad had days off but me being the type of man that I am in all respects to my mom who had you know I'm not even going to get into how many brothers and sisters that she had but I get a lot of my characteristics from my father from my dad and it's not bad it's not all bad but being that men are traditionally masculine and very much strong-minded and aggressive I will say this I had the honor and privilege to be raised by my parents and my dad been in the military again. Same thing is, you know, I had a brother, but a lot of my characteristics stem from my dad who was around most women, you know, growing up. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say proper say akin maybe before, like he had friends, but just in a household, just in the house being around five sisters one who's older and then the other four who is younger and then my grandmother and the the kind heartedness the sensitivity the emotional side of a human being you know that sense that characteristic of i guess the the feminine side of man i would say i got may have got of course, I would get it from my mother, but I would say a lot of my characteristics come from my dad, where I didn't have, like, I, I was around my brother, then my sister, who was older, but it was just something that dawned on me. I said, man, I was thinking, I have, maybe my sensitivity, because again, those of you who know me knows that I'm a very emotional, outspoken, very headstrong, very opinionated, but a sensitive guy. Now, some can blame it on my sign. I am a cancer. But, you know, my father and mother, but my father... Taught me how to be a man. I believe only a man can show a man how to be a man. So a lot of my man traits that I have, 100% my dad, but those same traits, I'm in touch with my sensitive side. Now, when the reason why I say it's daddy issue just means that sometimes when I need to be strong, when I need to show aggressiveness 
I show compassion. I show concern because maybe this is part of my own personality, but me being able to empathize and understand women to a certain degree. Of course, me having a sister factors in. Of course, me having a mother, my mother in my life factors in. Of course, me having respect for all people factors in. But, like, again, my father was the one who taught me, you know, be a gentleman. Shiver isn't dead or at the door. My father. My mother didn't, you know, tell me about opening a woman's door, you know, I just always thought it was just kind of like a polite thing to do, but my father deliberately, it's, you know, he, you know, I seen him, you know, he opened a, a woman's door and it's like, I'm a, I'm a father and it's like, I, I see those same traits because my son, you know, after, you know, aside from me, aside from myself, there was a time as my son's only four now, but there was a time, you know, before me and my ex-wife separation, it was, it was just me. I was the only male influence in his life. Of course, he had, you know, his grandparents, but they was, you know, they're out of state. My brother, you know, he's doing his thing, but, you know, just as far as home-wise, you know, he has, has an older sister, has his mom, then, you know, he goes, you know, whenever he's with me. I show him those same values and raise him the same way that as most as best as I can that I feel as best that my father and mother taught me. But as a man and as my and being that my dad only had two boys and Accepted and raised my older sister as his own. But the fact that he only had two boys. My grandfather only had one boy. Me only having one son. It, it I, It's a lot where I think about. Yo. The same daddy issues that. I have, like I said, it's not on a, in a negative no um, connotation. It, what I'm meaning is that I will, my son will experience more like the same thing that I experienced growing up. Being there for him, always being there, but not always being around. No, my son was was almost three. Almost three. When did, yeah, he was he was born in two thousand sixteen, and we separated. Yeah, so he was he was two. He he was two, and you know now just thinking about it now it's like you know we we live in the same city. You know, I work, you know, he does, you know, school, virtual learning, whatnot, so I get him when I can. 
you know, if not every weekend and every other weekend, but you know, with COVID, it was a lot. Like again, we have to got to keep it a stack. It's it's safety. You know, he does not live with me. And even with even under in my even with in spite of my circumstances, you know, same thing. Gotta it's limited, but you know things get better. I get them, and I remember when my dad was out to sea before him and my my parents split up. You know, you know he he came. You know he you know we would do things. You know as a family. And like I said, I always remember my dad, like I said, he was very stern. Very stern on, you know, discipline. Very stern on his faith. Like I said, another, a man of God, you know, a gentleman, nice guy, kind-hearted guy. You know, very giving. And not saying that that isn't manly. But just based on society, you know, just the society, society standards, you know, he's not, he's not, again, not a pushover, but not, not in a sense of the, the average aggressive, um, What's that word? Uh, misogynistic type of individual, which is good. So even when I think about women with daddy issues, I say, okay, based on definition, women who has an irregular, abnormal relationship with their dads, whether they're not being there. There's there's woman who has been, you know, molested by their dads, moms, boyfriends, stepdads, and they have a they'll have a attraction to older men, um, toxic men. Maybe even men who are financially set to where, like, hey, they, you know, a lot, they come from a lot of, you know, money, I guess to say. So, that's, that's what I, that's what I see when I think, when I think of, you know, when people, when the world try to chastise women who has daddy issues. Men who have daddy issues like myself. It's more of fathers not being there so they try to take a lot of and 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 let me let me let me read it. Fathers who were in their lives, they'll try to they try their best to not be the man that their father was. And and they might make those same mistakes. It's, you know, maybe somebody can fact check me on this. 
again, you are in the Blair, and this is all just expression. This is all just getting a connection with with your inner self, me, and I want to be clear. I have friends whose fathers wasn't in their lives. And some it showed, others it's like, oh, you would never have known. Their mothers did a great job. I'm one who still believes that you need a a male role model. I'm not even going to sit here and go too far and say that men, boys needs their fathers or and and stuff and their fathers and their lives. I'm just gonna say you need a male role model. And I would preferably say positive male role model. And when men don't have that they might lean more towards you know, their mothers or the the men that they see in the streets or on television. Like I said, my grandfather was a man's man. You no, know, he worked. I wish I had a chance to get to know him more. Both my grandfathers, really. But I had the pleasure to meet both my grandfathers and I was old enough to remember... A lot, and then my dad's dad passed a couple years ago. Rest in peace to him. And he was a great man, and and a better man of God, a better man of faith. And I remember him working. But we all have our ways, like most. So, like I said, I have to take my hat off. To my grandfather for taking care of his family. I don't. I. I. I didn't have a chance to ask him. How was it raising five girls and one boy working full time job, being a husband and also being a minister. When you're a minister, whether big or small, that's a lot that that's a lot of responsibility as well. And to some people you will be a like you are like a father figure to most. Like I, I know some people like they're like friends of the family and you know they would call my grandfather pop or you know dad and whatnot because he that was you know he that he was a father to them and then even you know with, with my dad you know my dad being and that same having that same character you know like I said with with my sister then we have then I have my stepbrother and sister who my dad Accepted as his own, and they accepted him as his own. Even though he was always already coming in age, but it was like 
not most men. I don't know a lot of men like my dad where they will raise someone else's someone else's child. Except someone else's child. They will not you know, they will not look at someone else's child as their own. You know, you're you you know you're just a good person to do good type of person to do that. You know, I'm the same way, you know, though me and my ex wife is no longer together. My my son's sisters, that's that's my that's my daughter, those are my daughters still. You know, I helped raise my my ex wife's second oldest and you know some of my daddy issues like I said they're not negative I think the world might look at it as you know as commendable but it's just natural to me before I go I want to I want to touch on something real quick. You know, sometimes we we inherited certain things about our parents that we might not even realize. You know, we we might again it's called post-traumatic stresses and generational curses and things like that but it's interesting that you know we we can have certain traits about us that our parents have and not even know and and the reason why we won't know because like okay like I mentioned there are people who had who whose father wasn't in their lives or don't have a relationship with their father at all and i had I had witnessed and, and heard things to where it's like they were like their mothers or people who who do know the you know know the fathers and dads and stuff that the child is just like their parents their mother, their dad, or whatnot. And it's, we might not even know them. Might not even know them. Or ever seen them witness that. That that's Isn't that interesting? That we can hold the same traits as our parents that we never met, seen, or had a relationship with. It, it it always boggles, uh, mind boggles me because I'll be like, you know, t- there are things that are, you know, children are visual learners. They they learn what they see. You know, you can tell you can tell your child 
certain things and they they may listen but if they if you tell them something but you're doing the opposite of what you're telling them to do they don't they don't realize sometimes that hey you know you're an adult they just know that hey, you're older you're bigger but they see you might tell they might tell you to you know you might you know your parents might tell you to you know hey don't speak in this manner don't cuss you know don't don't tell somebody to shut up or da 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 and you they might hear you do it and might see you do it and then they'll end up repeating after you because again they are visual learners so it's it's always interesting when I hear stories about how some like someone is so much alike their parents yet they don't even know their parents have a relationship with them. I know for me, like I mentioned, you know, certain certain morals and values, you know, I have the same as my dad. I mean, of course, like, chivalry isn't dead. I mean, that stuff is learned, you know, my dad told me that. But there was something that I, you know, that, uh, you know, I remember how people always say, you know, I look just like my father and... I was, I was like, I, maybe because we're, you know, we're chuck, chunky and, you know, got like got the same body shape or whatnot. But there was a picture I saw, and I'm like, oh, this down, this was the only, this was the one picture that I seen where I was like, oh, that looks, that really looks like me. And it was a picture of my dad with his little mustache, holding a plate of food, holding me in his arms, and I said, oh, that's kind of like. That looked exactly like I was holding my son. Like I lied to you now, I cannot find that picture. But I remember and I and I know even with you know certain certain things, like I have a lot of uh characteristics of my mom as well, but I always say it's it's interesting where and this is something that kinda like I didn't think about at first, but my dad, like I said, my dad was in my life. I had a relationship with my dad. Well, I always had a relationship with my dad. You know, like I said, he, he was in the military, so his absence wasn't due to him not wanting to take responsibility. His absence dealt with work and, you know, being in the military. It's not like he was someone who was never around and something like same Like I said, same thing with me. You know, my absence, that was a, my absence in my son's life deals with a lot of me and his mom not being in the same house anymore but I am still actively involved in my son's life but one thing that I that I noticed and realized I said you know we hear this saying you know you are your mother's child you are your father's child but it's like it seems like God already knows now you can be you can hold so much weight in your child's life, being in your child's life where your child is going to hold, have the same standards and have the same, same values and principles as you. But I noticed that even when I say this to, to, to my, some of my nieces and some other um, people that's in my life now where it's like, we are so much like 
the parents that was in our life that then that we are the parents that were not in our life and again that might not be true for everyone but it is fair fairly safe to say that you will mainly you may inherit a lot of the traits a lot of the personality of the parent that you are least likely or least around or least likely know. But like I said, it's, a, it's one of those slippery slopes. But yeah, I just it's just something that I think about because again, I mentioned I had all these people that saw my poll and the one person who voted for daddy issues was a very special friend of mine. And, you know, maybe because there may have been some daddy issues there, but again, I think that we have to point out how men can always can also have daddy issues and again I'm and I'm and I'm not going to sit here and say that it's a neg- there's a negative uh stigma to it but that's how the world looks at it but again I'm only one person you know I uh and I just wanted to express that As a dad, as a father, you don't appreciate your father as much until you become one. Experience is the best teacher, but you know you're you only can be as lucky to learn how to be a great parent. Without, you know, being raised a certain way. You know, I was just blessed to have, you know, I had positive male role models. Like I mentioned my granddad, my dad, and even like my stepdad, you know, I had, uh, you know, I had, you know, I was double, you know, double blessed. <laughs> and, you know, same thing with, you know, my mothers and stuff, you know, so it's, it, it's not always easy, however. Sometimes we sometimes we get caught up in the world's expectation of you and what you and you know what you're supposed to do like me personally hey I don't really agree with child support or you know being a parent when you're not ready or prepared or set but I am 100% an advocate for taking accountability and responsibility I think certain things need to be discussed I think the way we parent also takes an account of whether or not we wanted to be parents you know some things that we are taught as children we carry with us through the rest of our life and then we Put those same principles and values into our parenting. 
some may be may not even be right. But, you know, we can only do our best to be the best parent that we can be. You know, being that I have a son, you know, everything that I went through in life, you know, as a son, as a brother. And I'm the youngest my mom had and the youngest my dad had. And, you know, so I'm the, I'm the baby. I'm the baby boy. And I'm, the, I'm you know, I'm the cancer. I'm the Mr. Sensitive, empathetic, understanding, giving, all that loving, cuddly, all that stuff. And, and I will say that I might not 100% do everything that my parents taught me or raised me to do. And I might not parent my son the same way that I was parent, but... I definitely respect my parents to the fullest. I wasn't always the model son, especially to my mom who, like I said, I lived with my mother, you know, growing up, even after my parents, you know, separated. You know, we had, had you know, the normal... Me and my brother had normal weekends, holidays. Sometimes we would go to D.C. and do all that stuff. Like I said, I have a great relationship with my family. It could definitely be better. But, you know, like I said, my dad was around. He was in my life. And I and like I said, maybe part of him being the only boy growing up in his household while my grandfather was working, providing a lot of his personality traits may consist of who he is. And therefore, that allowed him to instill those same things in me. Like I meant, I can't stress this enough. I mentioned this in a earlier podcast that I did last year you gotta respect black women love them women are made complete as far as I'm concerned despite their their own daddy issues we have to take into account that Something, something stems from somewhere. If I will just say this: if you're involved with a woman with daddy issues, and maybe she don't want to discuss it, you have one or two choices. You can show her different. And what I mean different, I mean you have to, you might have to do, go the extra mile to show her that, hey, I am not your dad, even though that's the standard that most women look at. I am not your dad. 
or you can cut your losses and go about your business. I think men who who demasculate themselves to pander women might need to question their daddy issues. You can very much respect and have compassion for women without having to devalue yourself. It might take some time. It might you might have to go through the motions to to learn how to do that because I know I'm a witness of that but the most important relationships well a human relationship the human relationship between a man and a woman I believe has a lot to do with the relationship with your parents. I think sometimes we have to look at that relationship with our parents and if you have a companion look at that relationship that you that you are familiar with the relationships that you were around it's okay to communicate now you know I I know that we well as far as the black community the black families are concerned you know we we repeat some of the same issues from those that came before us not intentionally but I think when we don't get to the bottom or get to the root of the issues of what might have led to a dysfunction, then we repeat them. You know, like I say, you know, like my daddy issues aren't negative. You know, they, you know, of course they could probably be better. Because you know I'm a you know I'm a dad a daddy now, and it's kind of and you know I was a daddy before I was a a father, but you know it's you know I think it's very vital you know for men, especially black men, to take a look at their relationships with their dads, their fathers, and take a look at themselves. On to, you know, how they was brought up, how they was feeling, how they felt. You know, I have, you know, I have to do better in writing things down, writing down how I feel. You know, I remember telling my dad, you know, how like how much I appreciate him and respect him. 
you know, I, uh, you know, me being a, a mindful individual, someone who actually does consider all aspects of the decisions that he makes, you know, I think about certain things that I would have liked for my, you know, like dad have, have done, you know, I, it's a little bit selfish. I would have been like, you know, Hey, you know, why did you join the military? I mean, he had joined it before I was born, but, you know, a selfish part of me is like, why did, you know, why did you, uh, go in the military? You know, I'm thinking like, did you want children? You know, you gotta, you know, we all think about providing and some might agree, some might disagree, but the best thing you can be for your kids is present. Now you do have to work and provide in order to take care of your family. However, I think to me, to me, just my opinion, I do believe that if you got to, like, again, when we have this by any means necessary mentality, that should mean, and, and by any means necessary as well, meaning that, hey, I need to find out certain find out where I can go to put to be close to my family and also work where I can that's that's you know money you know make enough money you know I'm not going to sit here and act like money isn't important but I do know that Just by viewing, just by even with my son, when I have my son, you know, my son is a lot like his mom and a lot like myself. You know, he will definitely tell you how he feels. He he says all the time, you know, he just randomly uh, say like, "Daddy," and I'd be like, "Yes," and he's, "I love you." And then sometimes, to some in some retrospect as well, to avoid going to bed. He will try to hug his way out of going to sleep. Like, he'll come downstairs. I just want to hug you. You know, so I, I, um, so I do advise women, but mainly men. So take a look at your daddy issues and figure out if it's a positive problem that can be resolved or negative notation that needs to be eliminated. But either way, Men has daddy issues just as much as women have daddy issues. And whether it affects us the same way or affects us in a different way, I think it definitely needs to definitely be pointed out just as much as women's are. But 
like most days, as always, continue to stay prosperous, positive, and productive. That's all I got to say about that. Blair.